presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights Good evening. We have been expecting you. Just a different way of opening up. Hi, everybody. It's Raz. I'm your storyteller tonight, <laughs> and I'm joined by the entire team. And we were just having actual vampire conversations. We were talking about Lost Boys and what we do in the shadows and some other stuff. And it made me just think of that one line, and I thought we would do it that way. But welcome back. Uh, last time we were together, some amazing things were happening. And I promise you tonight, some amazing more will be occurring. Um, we're going to start off, though, with who we haven't heard from in a while is Simona. Simona, you um, you went off to Tuscany to your winter villa. When th- things get a little ugly in England, you kind of move your way over towards the uh, Lake Cuomo area in Italy. And you were trying to make sh- you were trying to hook up with uh, Bastion and actually sit down and find out, you know, what his thoughts were. What you know, let him know what's going on and what had occurred in England, uh, in London rather, with um, Elijah. So you made your way across the continent, uh, got to the house a few days ago, and, you know, Bastion wasn't originally there, but within two nights, two evenings, he shows up. He had just been out on the prowl doing his own thing. You know, this is just a base of operations. He's not here every single night. Uh, Italy is fairly comfortable for him, so he moves about with, you know, great frequency. Uh, But yes, you're there, and he comes in. It's probably a little... A little after midnight, night's still young. Um, you hear a coach pull up, and then, sure enough, Bastion vaults as you know, kind of comes in with a little bit of a swagger. It's obvious he's just recently fed, and uh, he sees you, and he's like, "Oh, Simona, well, darling, it's so good to see you." Is it? Yes, it is. Should I not be happy to see you? I don't even know where to begin with you. Well, perhaps on the couch. No. We can get comfortable. No? Absolutely not. You have some explaining to do. Do you want to tell me about why you decided to leave me for dead in England? In London, of all places? He starts taking his gloves off. Simona, no one left you for dead. It's... Things. You are a member of court. You were well connected to the prince. He was a fan of your pieces. You know this. It made sense that you should be part of some of the catastrophe that seemed to be befalling our clan. We had to set up. I'm sure you know what's going on by now. And wait a minute. If you're here, is it... have we won? Is it over? If by over you mean Elijah being dead, then yes, it's over. Because that was the only way that your foolish plan was ever going to work out. Elijah's dead. Oh, yes, he is. Puts the gloves in the hat, drops the walking stick into a beautiful beaten bronze stick stand and an umbrella stand, parasol stand. And with, you know almost a hand to his forehead in some sort of dramatic cinema cinematographical type pose. He 
wanders his way into the la- into the the lounge and plops down on the settee. What happened? The plan should have been foolproof. We. I spent weeks explaining it to him. I don't understand how we could have messed this up. So you orchestrated the plan. Did you use Elijah as a pawn, like how he used me? Yeah. Simona, if both of us had disappeared from London and then our house was savaged, it wouldn't have been that big of a disaster on a stain on Kiernan. We had to make it look this way. My dear, you weren't home when it happened. I'm sh- I, he I did pr- come sh- home. I came home, Bastion, and I found the house up in flames, my servants decimated. And our what servants? I, and what I thought to be your ashes. They were our servants. Don't cut me off. I'm in I'm his not- face at this point. I found your ashes and your ring left behind, and I fell to my knees, and I was prepared to die that day so that I could be with you. Because I was stupid. The only reason why I made it out of there is by the good graces of the doctor who accompanied me in there to investigate our home. I was ready. None of your business. I was ready to die that day. You are dead. You're being overdramatic, Simona. You already are dead. He brushes your hair off your face. I slap his hand away. Don't play. Darling, this isn't... We've been together too long to be like this, Simona. We have been together too long for you to betray me like this. What were you thinking, not letting me in on the plan? You and I have been together for almost 400 years. You have been my partner these past 400 years. You have never done anything like this to me before. Why start now? Well, desperation, love. We were in a serious t- situation. The, the, we knew Kiernan was going to be tightening the chain even more. We had to do something. I don't know why you're so upset. I mean, I we can could understand have left. why you're upset. Left what? London? Even now. I mean, we're here in Tuscany, but my heart calls back to London. So does yours. And the, the pieces were taken out before the fire. Yes. I mean, I, uh, he promised me nothing would be burned. We lost nothing. We lost a building. We've lost buildings before. He looks at you and says, if we just shared a little blood, I'm sure everything would be better, don't you? I mean, we could... You know, come sit on the couch with me, Simona. I will not be sitting with you anywhere. Your heart may call for London again, but it will never see London shores ever again. What? You heard me? Yes, Elijah smuggled everything out. That's great. I brought what belongings were yours here with me on my visit. This is goodbye, Bastion. You can have the home in France, and you can have the home here. But she will never set foot in England ever again, or I swear to you, you will face the full wrath of everything that I am. Simona, we're. I have guests coming tomorrow evening. Don't, don't be like this. We have people. That's we, fine. We, you're would... here to help me entertain. You have to help me. They would. No. They're friends. There are friends, Simona. I'm still your sire. You can't. You can't act like this. It's unacceptable. I you're behaving like, like a child. This? Then why you're am being... I a child? You're acting like one. He stretches out, tries to make himself look as dashing and debonair as possible, which he pulls off pretty well. Well, well, this child is the new primogen of Clan Toreador in London, where I will be returning. He rolls up, he starts to roll up the sleeve on his left hand. He goes, we should celebrate. Taste? 
Absolutely not. Oh. Simona, we've been apart for weeks. And we will be apart for much longer after I'm done here. I came here as a courtesy. I came here to say goodbye to you. I came here to be the bigger person, the one that you couldn't be when you left me in London. Sit down, please. Let's talk through this, please. Please. What on earth makes you think that I could trust you ever again? Why should I listen to you? Because uh, you know exactly what I'm... If you let me explain it, do you agree that something had to be done? Whether it succeeded or not, you became primogen. This is a good thing. Elijah was ineffective, and he was never going to stop Kiernan's wrath. He, He was half the reason for the man's anger. What was I supposed to do, just destroy Elijah openly? No, the blood hunt would have been set upon me and possibly you. At least this way, something's happened. I, I kicked over the. I kicked over a pot. Things happen. Topiaries burst. You know this. So does Ash and Predator. But I'll cut that. Um, he says, <laughs> there's a there's a moment of of something, but that's it was just an Easter egg for the listeners. He says, "But listen to me. But it's done now, and under your your guidance, and with me at your side, we can do great things. We can put the clan back on the map." But if we had just left things alone for the next, who knows how long, what, two, three, four, five decades, we would have been stuck in in a, in a malaise. We would have gotten nowhere. Now, the floodgates have opened. No, no, you and I will <sighs> never work on anything together ever again. You say that you kicked over the pot. You started something. That something almost caused my final death bastion. Would you even care? Someone would you look at me. Do you not? Do you not think I would? I care. Of course, I care. I, how then would you I wouldn't know? have left me alone in London, blindsided by your it foolish, ha- stupid plan. You, ha- if you had known, I, it would have put too much pressure on the situation to make yourself look as if you weren't implicated. Think of it. I never wanted to hurt you. You know, I would never hurt you. You're the most gifted painter I've ever seen. You're the most beautiful woman I've ever been with. Come sit on the couch. And he pats the couch. I take a deep breath. I'm your sire. Please sit with me. Why would I ever want to hurt my my, my favorite child? I've created no other in the last two centuries because of you. Well, now you can. And she'll... And you can make sure that she's stupid enough to go along with whatever harebrained plan that you have. But I'm done, Bastion. I have your things. I have, and I, I pull out papers from um, whatever satchel I have. Mm-hmm. I've signed over the deeds to the house in France and the house here to you. You own them outright. It is my final parting gift to you. I want nothing to do with you anymore. I'm going. You, f- um, what's your willpower? My willpower is a five. All right. I'm going to roll. Oh, you feel a wash in tension but not the kind of tension that makes, not the kind of tension you're feeling currently. The emotion's changing just slightly. And that tension is towards um, 
it's the friction, the energy that two people give off that have been that are together and and haven't seen each other for a while. You're getting that goosebumpy feeling. And he's like, if you leave, I will splinter this table and stake myself, and you know I will. Now come sit down with me. I'm standing firm. I can, listeners, I can hear my daughter through the wall shouting. <laughs> Lauren, you're killing me. I'm trying to I'm stay so, in character. You are fucking killing me. I am I'm trying not to laugh. I got people putting <laughs> gaslight gifts on fucking Facebook, the messenger page. I got, it's the comfy couch. <laughs> I got comfy couch most motion. Oh my okay, god. I, I'll stop. I, I'm just... Uh, you're killing oh it, sweetie! God. You're killing it! Come on, sweetie. Oh, don't let the gaslighter come through. Oh, I'm not letting it... Do I have to make a willpower roll? Like, to count he, No, he he uses your willpower uh, as the successes he needs. And you, you are definitely feeling the longing to... And you, you can fight it. It's He, he didn't hit you with anything hard. Um, mm-hmm. He threw a small presence on you just to try to calm you down. Which seems you're a little calmer, but he's not, he's not, there's no form of like uh, discipline where he would be commanding you. There's no dominate here. This is more just a wash of turning the, the tension that you were feeling, the anger more into something a little bit more of a, of a, I don't want to say sexual. Yeah. But like it was, it's more of a sexual tension, more like a a physical He's trying to entice me. Yeah. 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 And of course, you know, the idea that, he would actually stake himself as, you know, he is your sire. Mm-hmm. So then he says, I'll, he's like, Raphael will be here tomorrow. And so will Tristan Marte- Martinelli. You love Tristan's work. One of the first Harlequins ever. You love some of the, the zany circus performance. Please, Simona, let me, exp- let's think of this logically. You have come through the fire and are stronger than ever, like a phoenix. I know what I'll do. And he stands up and he runs towards this closet and he starts pulling things out and he brings out a fresh canvas and paints. He says, we can do a nude. I'll lay, I'll, I'll get on the settee. And he puts the canvas up for you. And he actually thinks that if he gets that in some sort of a repose that you will paint him. I'm going to kill this man. They're Toreadors! This is supposed to be awesome! This is exactly what the doctor ordered! But he's pissing me off! (laughs) Alright, I... Simona, for a brief moment, she harkens back to when she first met him and how she thought that he was the most amazing person in the world and how for the first time ever, somebody truly appreciated her art and he helped her grow as a person. But now he isn't helping her grow anymore. He hindered her. He put her in mass amounts of danger. She's recalling all of the terrible memories of going into the house, finding it burned, going to Elijah, ready to confront Elijah. She regains her anger and she looks at him and goes, no. Not anymore. I am not the same Simona that you left that day in London. 
I'm different. I'm the permission of Clan Toreador, and I am going to go back and help the clan restore its honor. I'm working with Kieran. He's working with me to make that possible. I will do it Kieran, without your Kieran help. is a pig. He's beneath you. You deserve more than that. You know it. He takes his fingernail and he cuts his wrist. And he says, one last time before you leave then. If you must go, give me this at least. For 400 years of servitude to you and teaching. One last time. No. I gave you everything. I gave you my life. I gave you two homes. I brought you your belongings. I even brought some of the works that you liked. Whatever you choose to do with them, I don't care. But at least I never have to look at them again and think of you. I'm done here, Bastion. I'm leaving, and I turn to walk towards the door. Okay, make a, make a willpower check. You'll need uh This is a pretty difficult thing to do as a child to walk out on a sire, so let's call them sevens. And you're going to need a couple of them. So let me know how many you get. Okay. And if you don't make it, that would be incredibly awesome. <laughs> I bet it I bet it would be for you. Um, I got three eights okay. and two fives. So I got three successes. All right. You, uh, you're able to make your way to the front door. Um, he's... You you hear gentle weeping beginning to happen in the in the in the chamber that you've just walked out of. You haven't heard him weep like this since the first time the two of you uh after your you were first embraced, since the first time you, you he watched you paint, you haven't heard him cry like this softly to himself, broken as he is. He said that day he saw perfection and now he you know, you can sense that he's losing uh any any t- connection to that perfection. Um, this is, this is your sire. This is the, this is the guy who brought you over and you feel with those successes, you have enough strength. You can leave. Um, are you trying to teach him a lesson or is this permanently for good? She's not really sure right now. Okay. All right. She's right now. She just absolutely does not want to see him for at least a decade. Oh, that's like a that's like a good six month separation in real life. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> that's like we need some time away. Just... Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't want to see him for a very long time. But she's not sure she still loves him. All right. Um you make your way out and uh you get outside. There's a there was a coach that had pulled up. Um, it was, it's right now being unharnessed. So, but they, the, the people that hear any servants he have, you know, knows the two of you, you can easily make your way over to the coachman and just have him, you know, restring everything up and, and put the harnesses back on and take you. Where are you planning to go since you're not staying in the house this evening? I mean, there's inns and things you can get a room at. Yeah. I'm just planning to get, um, somewhere. I assume that I probably, cause I know that Evelyn is the one who helped me set up, um, this travel. I think that Mm -hmm. that's what we had discussed. So I would have established a safe house somewhere tonight because I knew that I wasn't going to stay here overnight. 
Okay. So I would make my way to somewhere safe that he wouldn't be able to find me. All right. Um, yes, you, when you initially set out, you had spoken to me about not knowing exactly what your plan was. You were, you said that you were thinking about how to handle it. Um, so when Evelyn set the return arrangements, she didn't do it as a quick turnaround. She did, you know, there was several days, um, that would have been, been built in, not knowing exactly whether you were going to, because again, when you left, you were still unsure of how you want, you were still deep in thought, thinking about it. So right now you've got uh, five days or five evenings, rather. I hate using the day term, but it's, every other game is a day. Uh, you have five evenings or, or, or nights that you're going to be in the area uh, before you can re-catch. Uh, now, you could push things up. You can try to buy things on your own, get different arrangements. But if you're going to use Evelyn's uh, route, she had, she had built in basically almost a week for you to be in the area. Yeah, I would um, use I, um, I would use Evelyn's resources tonight. But I would, um, I would start working my own passages to get back to England as soon as possible. Okay, so you'd, you're not even going to tarry in this area. Um, you're just going to move forward and, and, and get out of here as soon as the next evening ap- approaches. Yeah, this area has nothing left for me. So I want to get out of here. Also, the longer I'm in this area, the longer Bastion could find me and try to convince me to stay with him. So I want out. All right. All right, so Simona, yeah, that the rest of that evening, then you um, you're able to you fought, you get to your secure house. It's you're the only person there. There's no servants or anything. Again, not knowing what you're whether or not you're going to be staying at, at the villa, whether or not you were you know you were very much up in the air. So Evelyn gave you this place just as a as a backup plan should something go wrong, which seems that you know as far as Bastion's concerned did. You're, the next evening, if you want to make your way to the train station, you can and put yourself on a train that'll bring you, th- you know, across to the Alps to Geneva. You can stay there for a day and uh, an evening, and then catch a p- train back over to Paris. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Okay, let's move on. So, Evelyn. Yes, darling. <laughs> you make your way back to England after your uh, after your meeting. At the uh, at the cathedral, everything went very well. Um, you have survived the ordeal. You spent several nights in um, speaking with the elders of the of the of the Sabbat about what your thoughts and plans were and where you feel your position is currently in London. Uh, you uh, you've been able to secure their blessing for uh, a move in the future and they have given you slight a slight timetable they're looking to even with all of your expertise after the show that was put on for Niccolo and the trial and everything and how that went um, they are looking to move a little quicker than you had hoped so they introduce you to two people two Sabat vampires as well both of them, Lysambra. And the first one is a Templar. And that is his title. And that would be rival or kin to a Mary Reed. Um, this is a very serious bodyguard type. This is a guy who's absolutely here to make sure your interests and your person are intact and, and kept safe. And his name is Edmundo. Lovely. And his la- so it's Edmundo Diaz, 
And then you're also given a spiritual leader to help remind you and to also help initiate those who you may decide are worthy of the gift. A pack priest is given to you, and her name is Saloma. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Fantastic. Are they, they're not coming to London with me, are they? Yes. At the exact same time. Oh, that's lovely. Fantastic. Not even going to stagger that, um, the boat. Oh. Okay, everyone. Um, my Airbnb is fully shut down. Edmundo is We're out of business. about 5'10". Um, he has that Spanish air to him. He's incredibly fit even in his un, you know before his unlife came upon him a century and a half ago he was absolutely with like 2% body fat um he has the, a small mustache uh just ap- everything castilian very very spanish very uh built like a matador almost that kind of you know strength that inner calm and that you know that that style of behavior is very much what you see in him um graceful controlled the whole bit saloma is a little different she's she's fiery um think more like a flamenco dancer uh but with with a real religious bend to her she wears a large crucifix she's dressed in you know in voluminous reds and 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 things so she's going to stand out in london like a like a like a like a sore thumb um although the fashion in spain had some influence to london and paris and stuff they like they influence each other a little bit this her 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 garments do not appear priestly at all unless you're a sabbat priest and then you you kind of get the message she looks like a femme fatale at you know just every step she is a panther, a cat type person, just on the prowl. But that's her demeanor. That's the way she appears when you see her move and walk. But really, she's all about getting the sabbat into power. She's all about bringing the clan, bringing the pack together when you start to create them. And that's basically what they want to see. They want to see in the next year a pack starting to begin to grow and thrive. And from there, they'll begin to support any play you have against the current regime in London. So they've given you these two to help you on that road. Most excellent. Okay. The journey home is fairly uneventful. You do get to know them a little bit. If you have any questions for either, I can help you. I can give you some answers. How much you want to know them or not know them is entirely up to you at this point. They do... um, I mean... Edmundo doesn't really leave your side much. There's you've basically don't have a lot of privacy. Um, in in the sense that he's now a bodyguard, or he's uh-huh. yeah. Oh. In the sense that you know, if you go into your bedroom, he's you know he sleeps in the room adjacent to it or in front of it. That's that's his job. Like you don't have to count on Anthony trying to protect you anymore with some spare change and a you know a loofah. This is more Listen. of a, yeah, this is, this is a guy who's, you know, 
who was embraced because he's he was a killer in his in his life and now he's just become that much better at it now he is you know he is absolutely that kind of a, of a vampire he's made he was bred for a purpose and he accepts that purpose and we we love a man with purpose we love a man who you know. and tight pants ah tight pants well spanish love it i love these guys um <laughs> these are great guys these they, are my people however um next to the you know incredibly puritanical funerary conservative dress of evelyn they look like circus ponies but that's okay <laughs> i love them um, still yeah kind of um i i think that in the in the coming weeks and months we will all get to know each other very well at the moment i i can think of no questions beyond she would you know gather them uh you know secluded somewhere and inquire you'll need to uh the two of you will need to take up residence in my home until i can yes i figured that would be no problem at all for you edmundo but i just wanted to extend the formal invitation and request uh, to you as well, dear Saloma, merely until I can secure you a proper safe house. But until then, everything I own is at your disposal, and I trust we will operate with discretion as I continue to work and lay down bricks in the building of the plan, as it were. She, she's trying to be respectful as possible while saying, like, hey, you're under house arrest. This is my house. Please don't. I really... I don't want you to be going outside too much. At least for now. How long do you wish before I begin bringing children over and start teaching them our ways? What is the timeline you have in mind? The timeline for that at least for the first, will begin shortly. I have the perfect person in mind, actually. Someone important in London, newly ascendant of some power, who may be interested in what we have to offer, and an excellent tool in a different box, as it were. Or this is you're speaking of one who already has possessing a gift, yes? Yes, of course. No, I'm speaking of the, the children, our street soldiers. So oh. ones that we will use to to tear down the prince's palace and his his halls of shame. Right. Ignomony. These are the ones I want to know. How long until you want me to start bringing a pack together to bring someone, bring them forward so that we can teach them properly and have them ready to strike? Let me think on it. Of course. Let me think on it. I've been away from London several days. A lot has happened. I've... In truth, I've been sequestering myself. Pulling rank, as it were. And I'll need to assess the city's mood. But 
in ter- if you want me to find bodies for you, what sort of people would you be You have for? too much other things to worry about. This is my job. Uh, I find the bodies. I build your soldiers for you. That is the job of a pack priest. I will bring many bodies to you to, make, to prepare for the war coming. I will it- teach them the liturgy. I will teach them how to hunt, how to kill. I love this woman. I have okay. a crush. I have a crush on this woman. Okay. Um, as much as La Sombra vampires can crush on each other, she's like, "You are clearly capable and beautiful, savage and brilliant. It is merely in my nature to be helpful. I trust that you have this entirely in hand." Your job is to keep going with the politics. Of course. To do the things you have to do to stay close to Kiernan and to eventually earn his trust so much that he can do nothing without you. That is when I will have the pack ready for you. In the meantime, Edmundo will take care of your other needs. That is how this works, yes? Uh, si. Si, senorita, I'm here for you. Anything you need, and if anyone should attempt to, in any way, detain or harass you, they will be the first to do. First in the line. Edmundo, I feel safer already. She is trying to keep the tiny, tiniest flicker of, you know, ooh. Hmm. I think I'd like to unleash him upon someone. But who? He sees a twinkle in your eye and he says, you already have a list of enemies, yes? I can see this. Whisper one in my ear. And I will make sure he is dispatched quickly. Edmundo, this is... Oh, God. Who I've got the vapors. I'm trying to think of who I can... Let's whack them. Let's play whack them. I am so fascinated to watch somebody who craves power unleash power without any... Like, like this is going to be so awesome. It's like, oh, shit, I can start whacking peeps. This is good. No, I'm I'll, just seeing a I'll body be... count. You know, see, honestly, Edmundo, there's this uh, Tremere bitch who keeps doing magic in my house. Go kill her. Wow, okay. Um, hey, Keeper. Storyteller. I'm gonna, oh, Storyteller. Ah, yeah. darn. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay, I'm gonna roll a die. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just to roll one, or? <laughs> um, give me a name from Clan Nosferatu. A random name. Random. Is this some random guy? Um, Berger. Was one of the other NPCs you haven't met yet. Okay. I provide Berger's name. I just want to see if he can do it. Like, how quick this will be. And Edmundo. Darling. Doesn't need to be quickly. Must be done well. Efficiently. I'd, I'd love to watch you work. Oh, you but wish I... to be there when it happens. Oh, um. I. Adding to well, that statement, I'd love to watch you work, but I, I can't have it brought back to. I can't have it traced back to me, obviously. But here's mm-hmm. a name. Let's see what you do with it. He smiles at the corner of his mouth, it turns up, and he says, How painful should it be? Oh, him? I've selected him at random. Needn't be too terrible. But... An appetizer, darling. See, 
I think I understand. When we get when we dock in London, I will get you home safely and then deal with this butter jar. Thank you so much. All right. So uh, yes, you make your way back via uh, steamer, and you you port in Dover, and carriages are waiting. Saloma, which gets into your carriage, and she's like, "This is nice. You've done well for yourself. Excellent." Sits down and uh, light conversation all the way back to your house. You know they. They alight from the carriage. Edmundo helps you down, checks the street, walks up, and I assume you hand him the key to get in, yes? Or are you just going to ring the, your, the bell to your own home? Um, I give him the key. Hmm. He opens the door. At the sound of the front door opening, uh, Anthony comes running down the hall, wondering who's possibly here. He wasn't expecting you. Uh, and he sees Edmundo standing there. He's like, um, excuse me, how do you have a key to this? And Edmundo opens the door and he's like, step back, little man. This way, senorita. And he opens the door and you come walking in and Anthony's eyes are like, what the hell? Um, just shocking. And, uh, Saloma comes in behind you. Uh, the, 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 the coachman brings up your bags, puts them in and he says, um, um oh, my lady, I, we weren't, we weren't expecting you home so soon. Did your did your trip fare well? <laughs> this is what you hear. Who is this? Oh, this is Anthony. He is the chief butler blood doll of my home. I oh. keep him around. He's completely harmless. Hmm. Very well. Is there any others we should know about? Other servants? I, I keep many. There are about six other dolls in the basement. I could and swap all of, them. I could and swap all them of them out. have been... You trust all of them? Oh, implicitly. Very well. I will look into them when the time feels right. Anthony, miss, he looks at you and he says, May I give this... And he looks up and down. Man... An instruction. Am I allowed to have him help in certain things? Yes, absolutely. Um, anyone in the home, utilize as you see fit. If you'd like to, if you'd like to feed, I ask that you partake of the of those in the cellar first. They um they don't have families or children waiting at home, which would raise questions if there was a disappearance. Messy. However, at the end of the day. My house is yours. Hmm. Take the take the priestess bags upstairs, and make sure she's settled in. I'm going to walk the perimeter and check the rest of the house. And he begins doing security work. The door closes. You guys lock it. Shades are drawn down. Saloma's brought upstairs with one of the maids, you know, and and shown a room. Uh, the maid kind of just in general asks how long she'll be here, and she says until London burns. Until I am satisfied and the, your lady downstairs is queen of all she surveys. Don't ask stupid questions, child. Oof. That's what you hear as they go up the stairs. Ah! That was... <laughs> that was yummy. That was great. Okay. These are all my right. friends, damn it! 
These are my, all the rest of you that have been with me all this time, not my friends. These wow. are my friends. Oh my God. I'm, it's just, you give, you give somebody a little taste of power and it's like, burn it all. You're like, you, you are, you're Nero. You're, you're, you're going to fiddle as it goes. I can't wait for this. This, this is going to be great. You know, honestly, I, I trust that, uh, Saloma's going to make some babies, get a little pack together. I'm confident that nothing will ever harm me again. I'm safe. <laughs> I feel uh-huh. great. Um, yeah. Oh, that. You know, this is actually very bad. I'm given. I've been given all these goodies. <laughs> Usually so, means yeah. Mm. Means bad things are coming, but that's okay. We're gonna live now, kids. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take care of our last lady for the evening, and then move on to the to, to Doctor Jackal and Ashenbrenner. Both who have their hands full with some very supernatural things occurring. So we're, we'll start off real quick with Rosamond, the beginning of the supernatural part. Simona, you, uh, real quick though, Simona, you're already on your in route back. Okay. So all this is kind of tying together. You arrive tom- tomorrow evening. So you Excellent. went out, at, at, you left before Evelyn, then Evelyn went back. Yeah. So we're all going to be converging so that um, not far from now uh, in the show, it'll be everybody back kind of together and, and back in London. Wonderful. But. Rosamond, you, uh, you've been working close by with Grimgorth, uh, Grim and, uh, trying to keep, you know, get any type of, or glean any information you can when, um, the, the, it's another evening has passed. You're back down into, you know, you, you wake up, you, they have refreshment out for you. So you don't even need to go out and hunt. You don't have to worry about any of that kind of thing. You've been, you're being perfectly taken care of. Um, Great. And you go, you, yeah, they, they, they're basically giving you every free moment that they can to, to, to stay awake and, and do the things you need to do. As a matter of fact, you've been finding that your slumbers are becoming shorter and shorter. Your, um, reposes normally would last the entire day. Now you're not going down till about two or three hours after sunrise and you're waking an hour or two before sunset. Because you're in the basement and in this special lab, you you know there's no chance of sunlight getting to you. That's obvious. The chantry is very well protected, but you've been drinking from this vessel, and like your sleep is becoming less necessary. So you're wondering at this point with your you know who you are. You're beginning to wonder if they're not slipping you something, keeping trying to keep you more awake. Okay. Don't know if that bothers you or not, but. Somebody's putting a little something, something possibly in the blood that you're drinking. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really know how she would feel about it. I guess it's um, oh, interesting, but I, it's work. I, I love my work right now, so as long as it's not hurting me and I don't feel like any adverse effects so far, besides the wakefulness. The wakefulness is pretty much what you've, what you're feeling. Okay, then I really don't see the problem. It's like basically discovering caffeine for the first time. It must be good for me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then it turns out it's so bad. (laughs) But I don't know. She doesn't know that yet. She's like, oh, it's like my first cup of coffee. This is great. I can work more hours in the day or the evening, I should say. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Throughout the, yeah, throughout the evening and into the early morning hours. Uh, The... This goes by for another another day or so, and then Grimworth comes down pretty early. Uh, once you you've you've 
reawoken in the early evenings. You're getting up like around 4.35 p.m. You're back down there working with your assistant. And the again, the trap door above you uh, opens. He doesn't make it all the way down. He just starts to float halfway and he says, we have a situation. Do you have a moment? If you can, please come upstairs. There's something we want to show you. Uh, of course, yes. Um, is my uh, not dead friend still on the operating table or the slab? Yes. Has he? Like, yes. Ha- have I learned anything from him before we go into the scene? Well, um, it, it, how? What kind of? I, I guess you've been asking questions of him. Um, all he can do is blink and move his eyes. I would like. I uh, would ask him about if he has any memories. At blink, yes or no. Like one blink, yes is two blinks, no, and like just make sure that he's still cognizant. And I would be more gentle with him because obviously, like he squeezed my hand when I comforted him. Yeah, that was the last. That was the last muscle uh, activation besides his eyelids that he's been able to, and and the movement of his eyes that he's been able to produce. Yeah, I wouldn't want anyone touching him or like doing violent operational stuff until I was certain I had exhausted every other option. Okay, so you've moved him to a corner of the room, out of the way. And you work on him whenever Grimgorth isn't around because he wanted to just cut, start cutting him up. But you've been able to convince him. You're like, hey, you brought me in here to do a job. You know, let me get my let me do the job. So you are you are able to glean some questions and we can go through those for you. Not a problem with the yes or no answers. Um, but I'll give you some time to set those up. We'll come back to that. Okay. And we'll say that you've learned those things. But since we've already initiated this, um, you have, you know, you make your way upstairs. And in the first floor parlor where they, the first time you ever met they, well, the first time in to our listeners, you ever met they, um, there are two street toughs, one with a pants that don't quite fit. Like they're a little, they're high waters. It's a guy. Um, he's got a bowler hat type looking thing. Um, he's wearing a dirty ascot shirt and like uh, a vest that's frayed around the edges. This looks like hand-me-down clothes or stuff he's been wearing probably he's probably up in the mid-20s. If it's if it's his clothes, he's been wearing them since he's like a you know 17 or 16 or 17 and he wasn't fully done developing and growing. He's sitting on the couches, he's got his hat in his hands and he's kind of wrinkling the edges. He's kind of flipping it around and nervous. And next to him is um is a young woman uh, also not, not dressed in your typical Victoriana, dressed more like in a man's clothes, you know, pants, uh, white, white shirt, but it's, but it's dirty sleeves are rolled up a little bit. She's got on a, um, a Pembroke hat, a, a woolen one, you know, with like a tartan pattern on it. And she's sitting there and she's just looking around and you can tell they're both nervous as hell. And, Blood um, and heartbeat? Or no, you pick I, up nothing. Okay. No heartbeat. Okay. So undead or vampires. Great. Yeah, well, that you pick up no heartbeat yet, right? That's correct. So, um, Grimgorth stays outside the door. As you, you know, you open, you see these two, and he says, "These are two Bruja." And remember the problem I told you about. It seems to happen to have happened to them. I was hope I was wondering if you wanted to talk to them. Oh Me. my! And this 
gleeful little smile. Like, yeah, it's a terrible situation, but it's like, oh, I get to talk. I get to have an interview process. Yay, subjects uh, for my studies. It's like a grad student getting a new toy or something for their thesis. Okay, excellent. So um, she scurries on in. She obviously gives the courteous curtsy to they when she sees them if they're in the room. No, no, this was just the room you met they in. Oh, they're right. nowhere. They, right. The ladies are nowhere here. That's okay. The ladies are not here. Okay, so I approach them and I go, "Hello, my name is." Um, I- I'm sorry. I'm I'm just so excited. Uh, my name is Rosamond Henshaw, and uh, what might your names be, my ch- my younglings? I'm Alton, and this is Trish. Right, and we're not happy to be here. We've heard about this place. Elders told us not to be anywhere near this place, and now we end up here. But you hear... Terrible things are starting to happen to us, right? We don't understand it. Yeah, it seems like we can't even... We can't do nothing no more. I I threw a punch earlier, nearly broke my hand. It's not working right. Something's not... Oh my god, it's their heartbeats. It's slow as hell. Uh, she's keeping her composure with her face because she doesn't want to alarm them that they're having heartbeats just yet. Or maybe she doesn't know if they're aware of it. But she's asks Trish, like, uh, may I see your hand, please? She holds it out. It's, it's actually swollen. I can't bring it down. I tried to do the thing to heal, you know, the thing that we can do. I can't heal my own hand. I think it's broken. Um, swollen implies blood flow and blood clotting, which is not something we normally do, or... Right? No, normally you just burn blood to heal it. It just repairs. Yeah. Um, I should have looked to Grimgorth like, yeah, that's... That's a sign of life. And she goes, uh, how long has this been going on? She's going into kind of a doctor mode of, like, trying to recall any questions she heard Horatio ask patients or something. It's like, how long has this been going on? Uh, when did you start noticing these symptoms? Oh, just last week or so, it's been it's been crazy. Ain't it, Elton? He's like, yeah, it's just been harder to move with any... I can't pick up my speed. I, I used to be able to outrun a horse if I really was trying, right? Now I can't do anything. It's... I feel like there's nothing there. Like, I'm empty inside. I tried to, I tried to drink some blood and I ended up, it was sickening. It threw, I made myself throw up. There's rumors out in the streets this is starting to happen to us. And What's going on? I mean, I wouldn't come here if it wasn't absolutely necessary, but my own sire won't see me now. Calm Where was down. I supposed to go? Calm down. Calm down. I can't right. grow my fucking teeth. I know this is scary, but we here at Clown Tremere are doing everything in our power to fix this. You're yeah. fucking warlocks! You're magic people with the blood! Make my blood bright again! This is fucking crazy! She, like... I want to kind of throw a slight dominate on him to calm him down. Like, sit down and quiet yourself. I am trying you to You have help. dominate? Yeah, I have dominate. Okay, uh, dominate is, um... I believe dominate... Manipulation and intimidation. Okay, so I have 
a three in manipulation and a one in intimidation. So. Mm. Okay, so roll together. Roll them, and you need sixes. Okay, I have an eight, a six, and a two and a three. So I have two sixes. Okay, so no problem. He he sits down. She's like, "Oh, look at Miss Fucking Queen. Her blood's still working, ain't it?" I am trying to ascertain the cause of this situation, and I cannot do that if your friend is becoming violent and angry. This has to be resolved calmly. Oh, we wouldn't even be here, but one of the fucking sewer rats said that the only way we might even find out what's going on is to come up to the house and knock on the door. It took all the courage just to do that. Uh, I turn to... I. I tell them, listen, if you would, would you mind coming with me to my workspace? I have more tools there that I can start to properly tools? evaluate. It's only simple human medical tools. Like, a, uh, I, I name off a few things that were just like a reflex hammer or whatever was normal in Victoriana. It's nothing, it will not, it's not invasive. It will not harm you. I promise. <laughs> Look, out. We don't get this fixed, right? We're going to be we're going to be standing in the sun again. We got to do something. We ain't never getting out of here anyway. You know what they say about this fucking house? What did Osiris say about this fucking place? Fucking guinea pigs is what we're going to be. I know it. We never should have come here, goddammit, Trish. I told you that. I t- but she stands up and she goes, "I'm going with it. If there's any chance I can get a sweet taste of fucking blood down my throat again, I'm going." So Trish wants to come with me. Yeah, Trish is absolutely willing to do she's like, you know what? Anything but but fucking humanity. Cause in it, humans die young, fucking lose their teeth and everything else. She feels she's been a vampire for about twenty years. Um all, not quite as long. But um yeah, she wants she wants back in. She wants to be able to fight, intimidate people, live the good life. She doesn't want to be a fucking human. Um she turns to God, that heartbeat shit is scaring me. <laughs> but, uh, El- Elton is his name? Alton. 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 I promise you, no harm will come to you. You are under my protection. Your help is necessary in order to save other children, other kindred, from suffering as you are. And if I can find the cause and fix it, then together we can change the face of this of the face of this city and protect all of our future brothers and sisters trish is like i'm not worried about anybody else just me but let's get this over with uh, you i have your word right yes you have my word okay I... You what you want to take them down to your lab all I'm... the way into the basement cuz that's past the summoning room you're below the summoning. You're below the chamber of summoning, where they do all their magic and the signs all over the floor, the sigils, the candles. Are you taking? Because I can tell you right now, that may put an <laughs> that may I be a showstopper right I would think I would take them to right my there. office in my room, and like I would have, I would have one of my ghouls. Um, probably mm-hmm. what's his face? I have it written down the actual name. Yeah, Brian. I'd have him bring mm-hmm. up some stuff. At least my office space looks more like a study, and it's a little bit more like 
academic. It's more what they're used to. Yeah. Exactly. I was just giving you, because if you take them down through that summoning chamber, I can tell you right now, you're going to be you for mopping up of, a wet floor. Yeah, thank you for reminding me of the architecture. And yeah, with that in mind, I'm going to take them to my study up in the main zone of the Chantry without having to, showing them what we do. Okay, so as you open the door, Grimgarth is there and he's got a full uh, medical apron on and he's putting on gloves and he's like, are we here to help them? Yes, but we will not be needing that just yet. This is just a cursory examination of their condition. Oh, okay. So he's like, oh, fine. Call me if you need me, but... Of course. We have we have a, an excellent chance to understand more if we can just, you know, if you, want, you know what I mean? We do not... I... I turn to him and, like, we can speak telepathically to each other, correct? Yeah, the Tremere mind can reach out. It, normally it's... So I go in... I go without moving my lips, I say, We do not know if harming them will turn them to ash just yet. Let me see if they are actually alive before we you know, do a full autopsy, so to speak. And the body parts will be preserved. He walks away down the, down the hallway. So I get out the obvious versions of like a... Again, I do not know. A stethoscope is not even a thing That's right a now. That's a heartbeat. That's a... No, they, they had them. Yeah, I just want to like see if I could find it in the right... I, I'm just doing normal doctoring things to kind of put them at ease and be like absolutely 100% positive. Okay, so you ask them to try to grow their fangs. They can't. You use a reflex a, a reflex hammer. Um, you get a reflex, which normally on a vampire you wouldn't. Um, you do feel... you. The stethoscope is picking up a heartbeat. It's going off like... Every 30 or 40 seconds. I mean, it's super, okay. super slow. A I, ghoul's beats much faster. I then ask them, did you come in contact with anyone with similar symptoms? Symptoms? No. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we, we have mates that are about, you know, running the same generations as us, but not that we see every, every night. No, I can't think of anyone that specific, no. All right. Uh, were you in any unusual places that you've never been before? New hunting grounds? Come into contact with anyone suspicious? Any little detail will help. Will be helpful. I mean, we took a, a new hunting grounds. I mean, the seas. We kind of make do where we're, where we're good. We don't just. There's times when you know work calls us to be in other places. We did have. We did have that one tot down in Whitechapel, though, didn't we? Wait, near the oh, Jewish Quarter? Oh, well, yeah, I think, whatever. There's, they're, they're down there, I'm sure. But um, that was, what, going on two, three weeks ago now? Two, three weeks ago, and that's a week ago you started noticing your decrease in strength and you've lost your ability to grow your fangs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Is this something to do with them? With the Hebrew people down there? Is that what you're telling me? I'm not sure of anything, but uh, if you are not aware of, I shall inform you now. The Some Jewish people were in that sector a while ago, and they were magi, like the Tremere, but they were obviously alive. And I'm not saying they were the cause of it at all, but 
weirder things have happened in that district uh, with that involved magic, so it's a working theory. Well, well you, you mean if you, you bite somebody who don't believe in Jesus, you're going to lose to be a vampire? She's like, that makes no... You fed from... You fed from someone in that area? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Now, do you feel anything else happening within you? Like, like focus on it. Focus on what you are... Sen- focus on your feelings and emotions and the motions of your body. Do you feel anything now? My hand hurts. I feel uh, my skin feels sweaty at times. I mean, it's this. I think I'm fucking human again. What more can you want us to say? Unmagic us. Yeah, do your do the blood thing. Make it. Uh, they say you your fucking warlocks can do it. Just do it. As I stated before, we are working towards finding the cure, but. Now, I do not want you to panic. That is obviously something a doctor would say, but obviously they're going to panic, so she's kind of prepping them with a calm, soothing voice of, like, just listen. I'm sensing that perhaps your heartbeats have returned, but the intervals between beats is very slow, so you have not completely lost the gift. But perhaps it is being drained out of you in some fashion, and... With more study and with some investigation into where you were when these symptoms began to manifest, I can ascertain the root of the problem and find a solution. Stop the fucking presses. Wait, if you you think that we may have contracted something from drinking or feeding from, from somebody down in, the, in that quarter of the city, yeah? It is a possibility, but there could be others and without further questions and investigation into all possibilities i cannot say for certain this is a this is a long this is going to be a bit of a process before perhaps i can find your solution he looks at trish and says what about maxine's she's like oh fuck what is this oh, maxine's? fuck me what is this maxine's okay if we had it if, if something was wrong with our blood and we get someone Took blood from us. What would what would that do? What would that do? Would that pass it on to them? Uh, could that could that could that go on to them then? Uh, perhaps it, with this gift, it can be transferred through blood exchange. Oh fuck! Oh fuck me! What have we done? What are you speaking of? Please exp- explain yourself. Who's the, younger kindred that don't have all the skills. And find it difficult sometimes to get fed. They, uh, we gather at this place called Maxine's, right? And we kind of have a, a thing where we, we take care of one another. We, it's like, I don't, she, Trish says, it's like a fucking orgy of just blood and, and bodies and just living the good life, right? We didn't, I mean, it's just, it's a feeding hole. Yes. But this, been a lot of activity there like with all that stuff with with elijah and and Kenan and the nosferatu going missing a lot of the, the young ones were scared right so maxine's has been like overwhelmed lately a lot of even though some of that's quieted down it, 
it's just started to become a thing where everybody felt comfortable, you know, taken from one another. A lot, taken a lot. So you were feeding off other vampires and they to you? Yeah. Yeah, I've got... She, she rolls her sleeve up. She said, this was from two nights ago and they ain't healing yet. You see, like, four different bite marks in her arm. Oh my. Well, this is... Uh, she pulls out a notebook, writes the name down, and she pens it to them and says, Give me the street name exactly, and perhaps a map if you can recall anything. I need every single detail in order to find this place and shut it down before more of us will suffer. Right. They give it to you? All right. Listen. I need to go inform my superiors who are helping me in this project. If you would please stay here until I come back. You will not be harmed. This room is protected. I will not let anything happen to you, and I will try my best to fix this. But you need to trust me. It's getting a little faster. <sighs> Shit. It's moving quick. So she records that in her head and like, okay, between a week, the basically any mathematical equation that would be necessary, like gradient graphs of like uh, progression and like, okay, they say they started seeing it a week ago. Heartbeat, who knows when it started, but she's going to keep asking them questions about that later and how fast is it going to be coming through then. So, but she waits for them to respond like, yes, we understand. They understand. She uh, looks at her mirror and, like, says, uh, Hi, Hi, Magus, I need to speak with you immediately. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind-the-scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.